Welcome to the Pop Culture Cosmos. And we're back with the show. It's Gerald Glassford along with Melinda Barkhouse Ross. Thank you so much for watching and listening right here at the Pop Culture Cosmos. Truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that magical five star review wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the Pop Culture Cosmos, Vampires and Vitae, of course, Wizards and Wine, and everything that we do, including the Lakers Fast Break. And if you want the latest news and trends in pop culture, go ahead and check us out at the Pop Culture Cosmos on Facebook. We do this every year. It's one of my favorite shows. It is the conversation about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And here today, to talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, who do we think will get in? Who do we think got snubbed? And is there anything that we'd like to change about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I always ask that question as well. Great guests indeed. You got to go ahead and check them out each and every time out at the Alternative Twist Radio. They are part of the fantastic Mike and Phoebe show. It is Mike and Phoebe. How are you doing? Hello. Pretty good. How are you doing? Oh, always great to have you here. You're welcome anytime. Well, first of all, we're so thankful for being on your awesome radio station. And obviously, before we head on out, you both will get a chance to go ahead and describe why they need to catch Alternative Twist Radio. So I want to make sure you mention that. That's going to be on the back end. But it is such an honor being part of your schedule. I don't know how you allowed us on there, but I'm so thankful that you did. Uh, you know, Melinda and I, we seem to stink up the airwaves whenever we can. And we're just so thankful, though, that you have allowed us on the air each and every week. And we're just truly appreciative of it. But it's here. The candidates, they are live right now. And to everyone listening and watching, I do want to mention that if you want to vote, Right now, on your five candidates, go ahead and check it out today at vote.rockhall.com. That's vote.rockhall.com. You will see all the candidates for this year right there. And so you can choose. Of course, you got to give your info as well on your email. Probably they could send you some mail. But you know what? It's all worth it because you get to cast your official fan vote for the 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I'll start off with you, Mike and Phoebe. Mike and Phoebe, you're seeing the list now, star-studded list as always. I don't think it's as great or star-studded as last year's. I thought that was a, had a lot more heavyweights on it. But when you got Cindy Lauper, Soundgarden, The White Stripes, Warren Zevon, Sheryl Crow, Willie Nelson, Joy Division slash New Order, George Michael, Missy Elliott, A Tribe Called Quest, The Spinners, Kate Bush, who's still running up that hill, Iron Maiden, and Rage Against the Machine. That's not too bad. You know, Gerald, uh, I love this list. Now, as far as for rock and roll, to me, you know, my own personal opinion, there were some that were questionable. I didn't understand why they chose it for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, I love all these um, singers and the bands individually. Dolly Parton, iconic, legendary. Who can say anything bad about her? Love her music. Duran Duran, 80s, 90s, love them too. Grew up Eminem, you know, for, for a rapper, I love him. He's, he's fantastic. Pat Benatar, everyone that you said, you know, Lionel Richie, Kate Bush, and I love Rage Against the Machine. I grew up with them, so they, to me, are my most favorite but as far as for rock and roll, Dolly Parton, is she really rock and roll? I mean, well, that's my, was my question. I didn't understand it. In recent years, because, uh, you know, she was inducted last year. Uh, in recent years, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has actually become more of the, uh, taken a blend of pop music in, in total as far as different influences from R&B, rap, uh, pop music different variations of music and become more of like the pop culture or pop rock pop pop music uh hall of fame as opposed to that i know there is a pop music hall of fame that isn't as large or as big as this but the rock and roll hall of fame i think has gone out of its way in the last decade or so to try and and induct members that 
just approach the music world that affect the music world and its audience. So I think the rock and roll hall of fame is no longer the rock and roll hall of fame per se. I think you should just look at it as an overall pop music hall of fame, but it even doesn't do that. I mean, it does border on, you know, Gibbsbring is in country. Now it doesn't bring in every aspect of the music culture still, like for instance, classical music, uh, jazz, it doesn't do enough of, I think there as well to honor that if you're, really going to go out and grab all these different influences but it's starting to see that as far as the rock and roll hall of fame is no longer just the rock and roll hall of fame i think that's something that i think as our culture and society has trended towards different ways and different things to become more accepting and more allowing and more diverse i think the rock and roll hall of fame has done the same thing as well yeah, and I completely understand that. All of the music that we get to, e- even from our indie artists, we have seen a trend that it's all meshing together, which I love. I love the uniqueness. I love the individuality. But when it maybe I'm just old school, you know, if they wanted to include everyone, which is I love. I love the idea. I love the inclusive inclu- inclusiveness and the diversity in music. But maybe you can call it something different, just Hall of Fame, music Hall of Fame. And, you know, Mike and I, we were talking about this the other day when you, um, you know, pitched us uh, to do the show. We opened up a conversation about Country Music Awards, too. Not only Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but Country Music is going into that, too. And, you know, we don't really have to talk about that because this is rock and roll. But overall, the uh, trend for music has been very um, diverse, which is amazing. But if you want to just include everyone, then you can say rock and roll. uh, I mean... (laughs) music hall of fame you know all genres hall of fame something else because when i and i mentioned that though pop music hall of fame there is one it's kind it's very small much smaller country music hall of fame it is a lot larger and well known it is comparable to the rock and roll hall of fame but you're right the country music hall of fame sticks to predominantly country music so (laughs) it's it's something where it's a catch-22 Again, I think it's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame try, wanting to become more inclusive and and uh, bring in more uh, a, a larger audience. And, and just because of that, they want to go ahead and reach out to other bands. But you're right, renaming it. In fact, I have actually approached this re- in recent years on my other conversations over the years is should they change that name? I think eventually they should. At some point, it's just going to be so many different artists that you cannot consider rock and roll that that are truly great and should be recognized that you just have to i think change it melinda your thoughts on this should it still remain the rock and roll hall of fame i think it absolutely should i think that the the rock and roll hall of fame i think it the the name of it the title of it it is a little bit uh, deceptive i think when you think rock and roll you think innovation you think people who are pushing boundaries you think people who are uh, you know, taking bits and pieces of different sounds and putting them together, together and creating something new. And I think if you think about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in terms of that, instead of just like rock and roll music, but rock and roll in terms of the attitude and uh, the the approach to music and, and the approach to innovation, uh, I think it starts to um, kind of take that argument of, you know, you're allowing uh, pop music and all of this stuff into a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But it's this, it's the artists that they're putting in, I think, that are the key. Like Cindy Lauper, let's face it, is a pretty rock and roll chick. Like she pushed a lot of boundaries. She was an innovator, or she is an innovator, I should say. And I, I think that she absolutely deserves to be on a rock and roll list. She might not be a rock artist exactly, um, but uh, I think that she fits into, you know, more of a, a description of what it is to be rock and roll. Does that make sense? You know what I'm trying to get at, but very poorly, but trying to. Mike, what are your <laughs> thoughts on this? Well, my thought is, or two, is uh, she says Cindy Lauper. Well, what about uh, Dolly Parton? She's she's mainly a full country type of person. The only one that I could even, you know, kind of half-ass see as far as uh, the, one of the, like, kind of sort of rock and roll music, what she did was uh, 9 to 5, but everything what she did was country music. So if this is a, you know, uh, rock and roll type of thing, then why was she even on the list? 
Well, you got to remember, too, that Dolly Parton was coming up in a time in country music, especially in country music radio, where you couldn't play two female artists back to back because that was bad programming in radio. So Dolly Parton, Tammy Wynette, all of those country ladies, I think, absolutely faced uh, some incredible challenges. And I think that their perseverance and their stick to itness and some of the innovations and, and boundaries that they pushed allows them. Uh, to have the title of rock and roll. And I think that's why Dolly Parton's longevity is what it has been. She's been able to recreate herself, reinvent herself. And, you know, Dolly Parton now doesn't sound like Dolly Parton when Dolly Parton started. So it's evolution of an artist. There's a lot of things that you can look at there that I think could make a little bit of an argument for it. Problem. Melinda, when you say it like that about the attitude, rock and roll attitude, uh, pushing boundaries and coming up, um, being an innovator over you know decades, and right. all of these all these people here on the um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame are innovators and are amazing artists. They push the boundaries, so they have that rock and roll attitude. You know, so I understand what you're saying then. So I think it just may be a little bit of of confusion, maybe when people see the list. Oh, it's a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and then they see oh, it's different stuff now. If it's about yeah. attitude and uh, being innovative and having a long career in uh, music overall, then absolutely, every one of these deserve to be on the list. Absolutely. Some great names and great artists. And again, that debate will continue, I think, as long as the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame still says the <laughs> Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And you have some uh, individuals from all sides of the spectrum weighing in on it. Uh, again, it doesn't touch on every single aspect of the music spectrum. Obviously, uh, uh, classical, uh, operatic uh, voices, I think, should should be uh, should be recognized if you're going to recognize from so many other aspects of the music spectrum. So I think if you're going to include that. But then again, it gets farther and farther away from the name rock and roll Hall of Fame, the more that you do that. So, but I, I, it's about awarding excellence and the best of the best. And I think that in many cases, not all that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame gets it right. There are still some artists that have been left out in the cold repeatedly. And I know that we'll cover that because that's the juicy part of what I talk about on the back end of the shows are snubs. But for now, all right, we're sitting in the office the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Just picture it. We're all sitting in the boardroom. Melinda is drinking coffee. She's mm -hmm. probably drawing some sort of thing out of Robbie that's making him look bad. You know, oh gosh. <laughs> you know, maybe like extra long hairs out of the top of his head, you know, while she's listening to my boring speech. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you now, we're in the boardroom now. We're trying to make the decision on exactly who gets in to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You're listening to the Pop Culture Cosmos. For the latest news and information, analysis and opinions on the Los Angeles Lakers and the NBA, check out the Lakers Fast Break podcast today on wherever you get your podcasts. And it, once again, it is Mike and Phoebe from Alternative Twist Radio. Please go ahead and check out them today at Alternative Twist Radio. Just go ahead. Just type it in there on the search, Alternative Twist Radio. It comes right up for you. It is Alternative Twist Radio. I will mention that, again, if you are going to vote, if you want to vote, you still have plenty of time. You have up until April 28th, so that's plenty of time. Vote.rockhall.com. And once again, the candidates are Cindy Lauper, Soundgarden, the White Stripes, Warren Zevon, Cheryl Crow, Willie Nelson, Joy Division slash New Order, George Michael, Missy Elliott, A Tribe Called Quest, The Spinners, Kate Bush, Iron Maiden, and Rage Against the Machine. And I will say the candidates that were chosen, they cover a broad base of decades, a broad base of years, and a broad base of musical influences. So I'm going to start with you, Phoebe. All right. We're in the boardroom, and I turn to you, Phoebe. Okay. I want you to go into a little bit of detail here. You got to pitch us. You got to pitch us here in the boardroom on who you think the five candidates for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should be. 
Okay, so Gerald, we're in the board meeting. Okay, the boardroom. So one thing that I wanted to talk about I've on this for pizza, by the way, pizza's on. Okay, because it's, it's a long night. We've been here all night debating. You know, we got to have something, some sustenance. <laughs> <laughs> so my my top five snubs. You know, now remember, well, I'm, snubs I'm, are at the end. Snubs are. Oh, at the okay, end. Sorry. I want to cut to the chase. I want to get yes. there. I, I, okay, yeah, she's ready to get already it's great trust me i've done this show for years episode for years and the snubs are really what we want to talk about always because we are so passionate about that but that we want to come about now because maybe they'll be on next year's ballot uh in some cases i don't think they'll ever be on a ballot but uh, there'll be maybe some of them on next year's ballot but we will talk about them at the end but we want to go ahead and focus on the candidates now as much as you want to do the snubs and as much as i want to do the snubs yeah well just your that's the candidates right now that are on the uh that are on the list okay so who are my top five right so first off i love rage rage against the machine i love Def leopard I love Iron Maiden, ACDC, and Journey. Now, when we were writing this list down, I, you know, I'm very black and white in terms of what you tell me. So Jeff, I'm going to... Jeff Leppard and Journey are not on the list. Oh, they're not. Oopsie. Sorry. Oh, yeah, man, I just started grabbing Journey's already, <laughs> Journey's already been inducted, and I, I believe Def Leppard oh. as well. I'm not 100% sure. Let me go ahead. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, so we got to go off this list then. Okay, because oh, I was yeah. just grabbing from anywhere okay yeah because yeah, it gets it all mixed up year year out uh yeah, yeah they are they were inducted Def Leppard in 2019 so okay okay so definitely Rage Against the Machine because I love them all-time favorite Killing let's see the name of. yes yes and we actually saw a band that is a cover of Rage um live and they were amazing yeah, Grass Against I love them Yes. Um, so rage, and then oh, so now I gotta redo my whole list here, Gerald. Oh my god. Yes, well, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll let you go ahead and figure all this out. Get back to the, the drawing okay. board on the scratch okay. on the scratch pad. You're like erasing. erasing yeah. Erasing. Hold on. And then, does, that go, does that go for you too as well, Mike? Do you have, or do you have your candidates ready? Um, <laughs> mine will probably be the same way because we were going to and you know bring some extra ones in. Uh, to see yeah. mine, I had uh, Van Halen and ZZ Top, and uh, they've all been in, they've already been inducted. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. have. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. We already got our answers wrong. So help. Okay. Uh, I mean, what the heck? Okay. okay. Um. So we got to go off go off this list. Okay. Uh, see here. So I like the that. ones that are eligible this year for is the ones okay. I mentioned. Okay. Yeah, okay. Right. See, this is why we're being in the meeting in the board meeting. That's uh, why it's so long. And okay. Yeah. Um, so Rage Beck. Um, well, Beck has already been inducted. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Best place to go again. I, I'll tell you what, the best place to go is where you can go and vote. And I want to give everybody yeah. a heads up. It is vote.rockhall.com. That's vote.rockhall.com. Okay, so I'll, I'll let you go ahead and, and and look at that and look at the candidates. I'm going to go ahead and turn to Melinda now. So Melinda, you've got the list. You you know what's going on as far as you stopped worrying about your, your drawing of Robbie with the extra <laughs> hair and all that. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So uh, by the way, everybody out there, Robbie is her husband. So a uh, good-natured fellow, a guy, terrific guy. Uh, just, we always love to tease him here on the show because, you know, we cannot talk enough Warhammer without him, but yeah, I true. will say, Melinda, you're, you've, you've already, you've looked up, you're already mad that I'm already taking you away from your drawing of Robbie. So <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts, it, you know, just it, feel free to explain on each one of your candidates, why you're choosing them for this year's hall of fame. Okay. So my number one, uh, pick out of my top five, um, is Missy Elliott. Um, you have to look pretty hard to find uh, another female rapper who has um, impacted uh, the hip hop world as much as Missy Elliott has. And uh, her uh, production, you know, it kind of changed the way that people produced records. Uh, her videos, even the, her innovation there um, really put its stamp on, you know, the 2000s. And if you go back and you look at, you know, Missy Elliott dropped this video and then you 
kind of fast forward over the next couple of years and you see a lot of people taking some of the elements of her videos and, uh, you know, kind of taking that and, and remixing it and putting it in their own videos. So uh, Missy Elliott absolutely gets my vote for innovation. I still go back and listen to her early stuff like Super Duper Fly, uh, stuff like that. And it, it, to me, it still has um, a freshness to it. It still sounds current. Uh, and maybe that's just because I've been a Missy Elliott fan since the first time I heard her music. I was like, who is this? What is she? What, where is she from? I need to know everything about her. Um, she's, uh, she's a, a genius actually, uh, truly a genius. And, um, yeah, I just, I'm always here for Missy Elliott. So I, I really hope that she gets in this year. She's my number one pick. I can't believe Iron Maiden is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I how, how many t-shirts have they sold? Talk right, t-shirts alone. Yeah, and not even everybody knows the song by them that wears the t-shirts. Like that—that's yeah. how permeated through culture they are. Uh, so yes, uh, they should absolutely be on there. Um, and then I put Cindy Lauper for some of the reasons that we already kind of talked about. I, I do think that uh, she was an innovator. She definitely created her own sound. She definitely had. Uh, her own viewpoint that she expressed through her music and, and all of the, the creative stuff around that, including her music videos and stuff. So uh, I think that uh, Cindy absolutely deserves it. And then here's where things get complicated for me. Because oh. I know, because um, as much as I adore Missy Elliott, I also adore George Michael. And uh, there's so much about George Michael, I think that that fits the mold of, what we should expect to see from people who are being inducted into something like a rock and roll hall of fame. Uh, you know, th this guy made his own way and he, you know, started as a duo and then broke off and, and did his own thing, blew up his own image in a music video that featured all supermodels that people have not been able to recreate to this day. I really do think that George Michael fits. But as I'm saying that, I'm like, why am I not talking about Soundgarden? Why am I not talking about Chris Cornell? Why am I not talking about that voice uh, that was, uh, you know, taken from us? Spoon um, Man is one of my all-time favorite songs. Like, my gosh, I, you know, Black Hole Sun really was the, the movement of a, of a decade, if you want to put it, you know, it's celestially almost. So that is two that kind of bump into each other. I want to put Willie Nelson on the list so incredibly badly. The guy smoked a doob at the White House. <laughs> you know, like that's, that's some rock and roll stuff right there, if you ask me. So I, I want Willie Nelson in there. But the spinners? Are you kidding me? Do we, we need to talk about that? A tribe called Quest? You know, like, so the, the last two spots on my list are still a little wishy-washy. I'm still pull, pulling stuff out and okay, plugging well, other names you got to give in. me a hard five by the yeah. end of our conversation, okay? I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and hit you up by, for, for the, your full okay. five here in a minute, but you've been very just good the last at explaining two. that. Yes, yeah, yes, just the last absolutely. two, yeah. Absolutely. That, well, that's why we're in the boardroom. We're trying to hash this out. So, <laughs> Phoebe, uh, have you got a updated list on, on your candidates yes. for this year's Hall of Fame? Yeah, so Rage Against the Machine, still my top one. Um, next one, I like White Stripes. Love Jack White, like White Stripes. Then Iron Maiden was on that list, right? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. Then Soundgarden and Sheryl Crow. I love all those bands, and that would be my top five pick. Any elaboration as to why, you know, you chose either of those uh, artists? You know, yeah. Specific. I, I mean, obviously, musical taste is, is it obviously goes into it a little bit. But mm -hmm. is there anything else as far as the impact on our culture or the impact on on rock and roll as a whole or music as a whole on on why you think that they should be allowed into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yes, um, Rage Against Machi Machine is my top pick. Um, it's very nostalgic for me. I grew up listening to them. Uh, the message that they send out when they sing, um, they're very powerful. And um, so many other bands uh, go to them for their influence. You know, there's so many other bands, uh, like you said, uh, Melinda, the attitude, rock and roll yeah. attitude. They're all about that. I mean, there's no question about that. Next, uh, White Stripes, same thing. You know, they're, they're not as um, rage and angry as Rage Against the Machine. However, Jock, uh, Jack um, White, he's still very iconic to this day. 
and Iron Maiden, obviously, tons of influence on the um, music, you know, and even when it's not rock and roll, not metal, but they influence pop, you know, I, I think they even may go into a little country influence in terms of who they influence. Soundgarden, same thing. Um, you hear them in movies, the, you know, soundtracks and everything. Sheryl Crow, she has opened up so many um, gateways for women and being empowering things like that. So those are my top five. And um, it's about the influence for the culture too. So it's not only music, but culturally. Oh, that's actually a great list. Absolutely great list. Uh, so Melinda is just going, she's she's scratching out. She's doing some scratching out. She's like, oh, maybe I should change that. Or maybe I should fix that now in the boardroom. Mike, I'm going to head over to you. So you heard Phoebe's five. It's okay to have a different five. I hope it will not cause any strife for the morning show if you do. But, uh, well, there's a, no, I'm just kidding. There's a murder in the boardroom. No, no, I'm kidding. No. But your thoughts, though, on your candidates for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And, yeah, please elaborate as to why it means so much to you to have these artists be inducted. Well, uh, my first one would be uh, Soundgarden. Uh, but I have a conflict on the first one for Soundgarden and or uh, Rage Against Machine. Mm -hmm. If I was to actually pick one of those, I would still probably pick uh, Rage Against Machine because uh, they do have a lot better uh, music than uh, Soundgarden as far as rock and roll goes. Mm -hmm. But that would still be my uh, first pick is, you know, the one I actually picked was Soundgarden in that aspect. I mean, now if I could change it, then I'd probably go with uh, Rage Against Machine. But Both you, of those. I like you're picking one from that grunge or late '90s era, or mid to late '90s era. So if you had yeah. your, you can pick both as far as your five, because you got five. But it sounds like you only want to pick one. Yeah, and I think that would be Soundgarden. Uh, the reason why I say Soundgarden is because uh, Soundgarden is good for a lot of uh, different uh, things, not only just rock and roll music, but also for uh, movies and you know, epic uh, type of things are as well. Uh, even My, if Rage Against the Machine doesn't win this year or Soundgarden doesn't win or any of the candidates, that doesn't mean they can't be nominated again. There's been several artists who've been nominated three or four times before they're allowed in or three or four times period. So uh, I think that uh, it, it's, it goes without saying that you might find them in our boardroom next year per se. So yes, yeah, so you got <laughs> one down though, one down. Okay, let's hear those other four. My second one, and the only reason why I was picking him is because now that we're able to pick country music, because that's all this guy is, is Willie Nelson. And you can't get any more iconic than Willie Nelson. I think he's the uh, longest living uh, country music singer that's you know pretty much around still. I don't know if it was because he smokes too much or what. I don't know, but hey, he's still around. He he does. He still does uh, very good music. So that would be my second, uh, you know, second one. That'd be actually on the list. My third one, which would be uh, Iron Maiden. They do pretty good music too, but that's why they're right at the middle. My fourth one would actually be uh, Cheryl Crow. She she has done very very good music. She has been. That's why she's on uh, number four. Right. Number five would be uh, Missy Elliott. And, you know, she's, she's done quite a bit, but uh, I still want to put her at the top five. You're listening to the Pop Culture Cosmos. Don't touch that dial. Wait, do, do people still use dials? Action Figure Adventure is back with Season 2, and we're going further than ever before. Checking out more toy stores than ever before, and seeing more incredible, iconic, and noteworthy pieces than you could possibly imagine. Once again, Jay grapples with how to build the ultimate action figure auction to support critically and terminally ill kids in need. Along the way, we'll chat about Holy Grail figures, perfect action figures, and showcase some incredible toy collections. Action Figure Adventure Season 2. 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Jinx TV Canada. Big on America. Hey, guys. This is Jason Dutch with Dig on America Podcast, and I'm here with... Big Hops. And I'm also here with... 
Mikey Famine. Dig on America here. We explore how American history, policies, and sometimes even our pop culture created the social and political issues facing Americans today. You can check out our website, digonamerica.com. We're on every single audio podcast app there is out there, Pandora, Spotify, etc. Subscribe on YouTube. You can check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash DOA podcast. Hopefully you'll listen to the show, guys. Dig on America. Got great lists so far. Before we get to my five candidates, Melinda, have you nailed down? You know, as I'm banging on the boardroom table, have we nailed down your final five? Yeah, so I had two spots left, and I stuck with my original instinct, and uh, that was to add George Michael and Willie Nelson uh, both to the list. So that, that rounds out my top five. So can you clarify your top five? Because I'm Absolutely. sure people don't remember exactly what you said 10 minutes ago. So. All right. So we got Missy Misdemeanor Elliot at number one. Iron Maiden well, at number say, two. I I didn't remember what you said. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Appreciate ya. <laughs> so yeah, Missy Elliott, number one. Iron Maiden, number two. Uh, Cindy Lauper at three. Then I had George Michael. And then I have Willie Nelson. Fair enough. That's a great. I was influenced by Willie Nelson. There wasn't I. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. Once again, it's the Pop Culture Cosmos. Gerald Glassford and Melinda Barkhouse Ross, along with our guests Mike and Phoebe from the Alternative Twist Radio Show. You got to go ahead and check out their entire great list of music that they play. The great shows that they have today at the awesome station known as Alternative Twist Radio. Go ahead and check them out. Each and every time out, the Mike and Phoebe Show appears on the air. But before we head on out, I got to go ahead and mention my five as we the debate continues in the boardroom here of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The imaginary Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is boardroom is right here, virtually per se. But I'm going to start off with George Michael. I, when I go ahead and give my candidates, I talk about not just the influence they had on pop culture at that period of time, that they were great, but just their success and and were they at the top of their their not only the charts overall but were they at the top of their field compared to other groups that that you know had similar music that they did and i'm going to say george michael who at one time was in the top five you know not only talking about after with wham with andrew richley but also after wham he obviously scored huge hits in the 80s and and early 90s uh, as far as what he did as far as the music scene so i think you cannot have uh, this list without george michael being a part of it i just think that he is probably of anyone on this list the most successful or at least the one outside maybe willie nelson but uh i think of this list he's probably the most iconic most well-known name on this list and obviously every christmas his music still transcends and will continue to transcend longer probably than any of these artists even if it's just you know his the christmas song that he's best known for soundgarden is uh my number two and soundgarden to me was uh you know we always talk about nirvana uh you know dominating that 90s grunge era uh, uh, probably not, I don't say a close second but a distant second but still a second would be soundgarden as far as the the group that probably emanates and, and probably think about as a grunge band or as a mm-hmm. grunge success, probably list Soundgarden as that. Uh, I do want to go ahead for number three and say Iron Maiden because you know I think everybody is surprised that Iron Maiden has already achieved that level since they've been at, you know together forever. They've been so iconic. Their music, you know, as far as metal is concerned has, has achieved you know outstanding records they'll never make a, a top you know as far as a single a, a top 10 or anything like that the metal scene has always been different but that they've been no less successful obviously they've toured around the world uh, so much and of course their their iron maiden t-shirts have become so much of an iconic part <laughs> of of uh what like you said like Melinda said the best. There's probably people just loves wearing uh, Iron Maiden t-shirts that have no idea what Iron Maiden sings. So I, I think, again, Iron Maiden uh, for me is number three. Willie Nelson, he's on the road again, and he's going to be heading on the road again to Cleveland 
well, you know, with the full, I could see him going down, going, take the highway to Cleveland with, you know, just like smoke, like a Cheech and Chong movie, you know, just like filled up with smoke, you know, just like trailing and all that. But he is going to be uh, on, I think he's also going to be inducted. I think, you know, his success, he is the first, in my opinion, country crossover success. Maybe you can go to Slim Whitman or some others in the 1950s and 1960s that sung predominantly country songs that that transcended over to a crossover but for me in the 70s and and 80s i think willie nelson uh, had hits that crossed over to a, a a popular market that was not traditionally country so and on the road again i mean on the road again is just such a famous song in and of itself so i think you add him at number four and I really wanted to put Joy Division New Order into this mix because of what they did as far as transcending 80s dance music, especially New Order. Uh, Blue Monday is one of my all-time favorite songs, and I know how iconic it is. And I know some of their other songs have been replayed and replayed and replayed and replayed and redone in so many different ways. Even they have redone their own music uh, for later distribution, but their music has been redone and so appreciated and uh, for so many years. But I, I had to go ahead and say Sheryl Crow, who dominated the 90s uh, and was at right there as far as the top 10 artists for years, as far as the top 10 overall artists, as far as producing hit after hit after hit. Her music still transcends to this day. You will go walk through a department store or I'll walk through a Las Vegas casino here and I'll walk through and I'll hear her songs to this day. Right right there. You'll you'll still hear it. It still transcends. It's easy to listen to. It's it still feels modern. It still feels like it was just made last week. You know, all I want to do is, you know, it just she's when she starts singing that, you know, and, and all the other things that she's saying, it just it just feels like it's can, can transcend in every single decade and keep on going on because it just has such a, a modern feel to it. So I think the success that she had at, at her peak was right there. So my list is George Michael, Soundgarden, Iron Maiden. Willie Nelson and Cheryl Crow and uh, Missy Elliott just missed the list for me. A Tribe Called Quest I really like. Rage Against the Machine brought out that political activism of the 1990s with their awesome songs. I love In the, in the Name, uh, Killing in the Name of. But yeah, I, I think those are my five right now. So I've made my list. You guys have made your list. All of our lists are, are have been sent in. So I think we're we're. Uh, got the, you know a pretty good list of each of us so far once again if you have thoughts on your list you can send it to us at popculturecosmos at yahoo.com but we, i really want you to do is go to vote.rockhall.com where you can go ahead and pick your five that gets counted i will say uh, at a recent article who are the most top popular right now it's kind of a surprise cindy lopper right now is leading the votes george michael is second warren zevon is third hmm, soundgarden is fourth. yeah that that one blew me away soundgarden yeah. is fourth and iron maiden is fifth with willie nelson and new order uh, uh and kate bush show crow and then rage against the machine rounding out the top 10 uh, that is also one part of it it's not just fan voting fan voting is one part of it plus i think uh they go to uh you know uh, rock and roll hall of fame inductees uh, and also as well i think the press are allowed to go ahead and get a share of the vote as far as who they think should get in so that all that combined so you do have some weight to go ahead and, and vote today if you're interested but before we head on out this is the big part of the discussion and this is where we get really into finally yes finally this is the is that the the artists, and we're going to go into detail on this, the artists that we feel got snubbed or continuously get snubbed from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I'm going to start with you, Phoebe, bringing it back to you, because we've all, uh, you know, after the, the debate back and forth and we're all giving each other side eyes, like him, that artist? Come on. Are you kidding me? Yes. So... We've all given each other like side eyes during the entire time on each other's list, but now we're going to get into the snubs. The snubs is more wide open because there's a lot of artists that we feel should already be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, 
again, Motley Crue is one of the most uh, year after year talked about snubs. Uh, they reached a level of success. Obviously, they're touring their their yeah. tours around the world. They they have generated a lot of music. And as far as hard rock slash heavy metal slash pop, they did mm-hmm. achieve a level level of chart success that many of the groups that are already inducted or similar types of music yeah, that they, they've actually achieved. I mean, uh, they were, they did the actual ballad that became a top 10 hit, you know, like every other rock band of that era, they all had to do a ballad that actually charted so they could actually chart, but they actually had, you know, girls, 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 and other songs that actually charted that have done, so well over the years so yeah i would agree with you on motley Crue, no doubt absolutely do you have any that you know, i'll tell you what i'll i'll let you go ahead and search a little bit more mike to see if there's any one group that you think that's out there that that hasn't been in you could just you just basically what you do is on a search bing or google say is blank in the rock and roll hall of fame and it'll tell you the answer Another one for you to check out is uh, futurerocklegends.com and uh, they have a, a menu on the side of the screen and you can just go to, there's one for like the snub list and you can see how many times they were nominated and, and all of that kind of stuff too. So you can have a look okay. at that. Okay. Right. Uh, what is that list again? What is that uh, website again? Futurerocklegends.com. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And down the side, you get the Rock Hall 101, uh, latest comments, the ballot tracker, the class of 2023. It gives you all kinds of information on there. All right. Oh. Okay. So future rock and hall, rock, rock and hole. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Future rock Yeah. Legends. Okay. 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 Oh. Pulling it up. Yeah. No worries. All good. All good. Uh, this will sound a whole much be- a whole bunch better in post. Don't worry, don't worry. But, uh, <laughs> it always does. <laughs> but okay. I, will say, I will say though that that there's quite a few lists, uh, quite a few that are I, I feel have already should have been gone in. Uh, they've 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 influenced the music scene so much, and I really think that they should have gone in already. Melinda. I know you've got a list. You've looked at it uh, uh, really uh, for a while now on snubs. And I know this is always the best part of the show. Your thoughts on who got snubbed this year of the snubs. Uh, 33 years and counting of eligibility for this lady. She has been another one of those women in the music industry who has been able to, uh, you know, refresh the image, come out with new sounding music, continue to innovate. My girl Cher is yeah. not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That and was she on my ought list to be. Too. Yeah, she, she really should be. 33 years. They've been just not putting her in there. And I think that's absolutely silly. I'm also going to go with maybe a little obscure. I don't know really because i don't when i talk to people casually and i bring up this band they're like who and then i have to tell them a couple of songs to go look up and they're like yeah you're right they're great um dr hook uh if you don't know who they are you need to look them up a cover of the rolling stone sylvia's mother uh when you're in love with a beautiful woman all of those kinds of songs please look them up particularly on youtube if you can find the video um the music that they recorded um while they were on a boat you can tell that they're uh like inside a boat when they're recording it look for that particular snippets of uh video really good stuff there billy idol excuse me (laughs) 17 years and he's still not in uh megadeth megadeth not in the rock and roll hall of fame that's silly to me and uh i'm also going to bring up mary j blige because uh, that lady is a powerhouse and has been for a long time. And uh, along with Queen Latifah, uh, you know, was, was really part of, you know, bringing more female voices into the world of, of hip hop and R&B. And if you're going to ha- talk about Missy Elliott, I don't think you can really have a great conversation until you start to bring up Mary J. Blige. So uh, she also uh, makes it onto my I can't believe she's been snubbed list. It's a great uh, snub list. Uh, truly appreciate you bringing that to our attention. Again, if you want to look who's been snubbed, go to futurerocklegends.com and you can see the snub list right there for you. That's a great, 
great reference tool to see exactly which groups have been snubbed, if they've been nominated before, and also as well, how many years they've been snubbed. Really just a, a great pleasure to go ahead and, and take a look at that because it gives you a better idea exactly which awesome groups are out there that have not reached that level of success as of yet. So Mike and Phoebe, I know Mike, you were still looking up some, some uh, names right there. Anybody stand out to you guys? You know, I'm looking at the list now, the updated list that we we weren't given. So this is now the the correct list. So um, Outcast, The Offspring, those are mine just off the top here. Um, let's see here. Who else? Um, Megadeth, like Melinda, what you said. Let's see here. Who else? Who else? Who else? Yeah, Cher, that's really strange to me that she wasn't chosen. Blue Oyster Cult, love them. And I think was that was that three or four that I rattled off? Yeah, I, think uh, B, I think you're at three. Yeah, uh, B-52s, um, let's see here, and Alice in Chains. Those are my my updated, revised version. Okay, fair enough. Mike, any st things stands out to you? Yes, I do. Uh, I do have all my five, and my very first one would be uh, Barry White. Mm -hmm. Barry White is, of course, an iconic person for all the love songs of getting people in their special mood. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, there's, that iconic voice. Yeah, there's a that's lot of very white babies out there. That's okay. a very distinct voice that you'll never forget. <laughs> yeah. uh, the next one is uh, the Commodores. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why they weren't in there. You know, or why? You know, they've never. I, I, who knows? Because sure. they've been around a long time, and uh, they do uh, produce very good music. Uh, the next one would be uh, J uh, Johnny uh, Burdett or B Bernadette or B Burnett. Yeah, Johnny Burnett. And then uh, who who can forget Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> yeah. uh, he can't I, forget I, oh, oh, really. I mean, that's almost like uh, Willie Nelson. I mean, yeah. geez, Louise. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Pinterest. I think Black Sabbath has gotten in, if I'm not mistaken. Is Black Sabbath in? Uh, Black Sabbath, I think, was a part. Was was inducted. So that's. Oh, okay. So that's yeah. oh, okay. Okay, so he was in that aspect. Okay, but then uh, my last one would be uh, Pantera. Pantera. Oh, Pantera. I'm sorry, Pantera. Got to kind of correct myself. <laughs> but Pantera, obviously, uh, I love these hair bands just being, uh, <laughs> just brings them back to life, talking Motley Crue and all that. So yeah, Black Sabbath was uh, inducted in 2006, just to let you know, so. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So, so he's in there, but as a singles artist, that doesn't mean he can't be nominated as a singles artist or be inducted as a singles artist on its own because he's done so many iconic things on his own. I know that I believe Phil Collins uh, is someone that even though Genesis is in there and it has been inducted, I think Phil Collins in there. Uh, he's I not on the he's... snub list. Okay. So let me see if he got in. in actually. He's in as a member of Genesis, yes, but not as a solo entry, which is weird. Kind of weird. He's not on the snub list because he's had so many iconic hits on his own. But thanks for checking out the PCC, you know, the pop culture cosmos. We'll be back in one moment. If you're in the Las Vegas and Henderson areas and are looking to buy, sell, or trade the best in classic or current video games and pop culture collectibles, there's no better place to go than Retro City Games. From Xbox to PlayStation, Nintendo to Atari, the great crew at Retro City Games provides the best place to go for all your gaming options. Stop by their two awesome locations in Henderson and also the Las Vegas Strip, or follow Retro City Games on Facebook and Instagram for all the latest deals and new items. Without a doubt, there's no better place to go for your gaming needs than your friends at Retro City Games. So let me get this straight. We're going to play a like a video game together or Well, not exactly. Okay, fine. W where's the controller? Oh, uh, that's it's it's right here. This is literally a sheet of paper. I don't understand what you Here, you're going to need these two. Dice? You just hand Are these even dice? We are going to play Vampire the Masquerade. It's a role-playing game. What kind of vampire do you want to be? Okay, now you're telling me there's more than one kind of vampire? Oh, my friend, you have no idea. There's an Osferatu, there's Nosferatu. Vampires and Vitae, an actual play podcast. Season 2 to Pop Culture Cosmos. 
Once again, it is Alternative Twist Radio's Mike and Phoebe, the Mike and Phoebe show. But before we go ahead and out and let them explain to you why you need to catch Alternative Twist Radio and the great stuff that they're always doing there, I want to go ahead and let the boardroom know here my top 10 snubs. So I'm going to go right here for starting with Phil Collins is what I mentioned. Phil Collins. Phil Collins is a big snub for me. Cher as we mentioned earlier, is a big snub because of how many iconic hits she has. I think she's in with Sonny and Cher, if I'm not mistaken, but I'm not sure. Uh, I think, that, yeah, let me go. I'll check up on that. But yeah, definitely Cher on her own is has uh, so many great and iconic hits herself. Mariah Carey, you know, Mariah Carey, why she's not been nominated yet or why she's not in yet as a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame artist, I don't understand. Uh, B-52s, Iconic 80s music, so I think that should also be mentioned. Outcast, Outcast, which has mm-hmm. uh, been a great part of the hip hop uh, culture. I think that they their music has been outstanding, and I think that, it's, uh, yeah, that yeah. Atlian's album alone should have yes. gotten them in. Really, absolutely. So uh, I'm a huge, absolutely huge electronic music fan, and the Chemical Brothers and mm-hmm. Crystal Method. Ooh. Why they're not in there, I don't know, because they have helped define the late '90s, early 2000s electronic music, uh, and actually a lot of their music is still played to this day. And the group that really pushed things off, Kraftwerk, for the electronic music scene. They have been nominated four times, but have yet to be in. They really defined in the 80s and them in the art of noise them and the art of noise have really defined exactly what the instrumental music scene was at that time and i think both have such a great influence and should be inducted into the hall of fame and for the punk scene i would say the dk's the dead kennedys i think at that time in the 80s if you were into the punk scene you were into the dk's and i think that uh, unfortunately that they've just been forgotten about over the years. I think they should still be a great part of what the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is about. But my number one, as is every year Mm -hmm. on this show that I always mention, and that we always go ahead and lament over on the show, is the Monkees. Why they are not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a matter of the individual who runs the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for many years having a issue reported issue with the monkeys and what they represented, because I think it goes back to their days of, Oh, they don't play their own instruments, but Hey, they did eventually play their own instruments on their songs. Oh, with studio musicians, they did play their instruments and sung their own songs. and, And they became so iconic. They were at one time, you could say, almost as big or even just as big and even outpacing here in the states just for a short period of time the beatles themselves there was no group maybe even the stones you can't even say say that but the monkeys did the monkeys outsold there were there were times where the beatles albums were pushed off the number one spot by the monkeys albums at their heyday they also transformed the music television scene by actually having a music television show that got revived on MTV, uh, and then they obviously went on tour after that. Uh, you know, I know there's only one living member left, but uh, you know, I think the Monkees should at least get a consideration for it. And it's a travesty that they have not been nominated as of yet, or even inducted. But I know it's political when it comes to them. I, from what I've seen and the stories and and uh, the articles that I've read over the years, that it's 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 kind of personal. And I'm very sad to see that. Uh, I think if you talk to and ask Mickey Dolenz, he never expects, and then none of the other monkeys, after what they've heard over the years, they've never expected to get in. I would like to still see them get in at some point in time. So that is my very passionate argument every year that I have for the monkeys. <laughs> and, the, and the monkeys, unfortunately, get snubbed once again. But if everyone out there has thoughts on what artists they feel got snubbed in this year's list or every year's list of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, please let us know. PopCultureCosmos at Yahoo.com or PopCultureCosmos on social media. But before we head on out, Melinda, I think we got to go ahead and, and turn over the boardroom to the Alternative Twist Radio's Mike and Phoebe and let them explain why not only they should check out the Mike and Phoebe show, but hang around for some great stuff going on always at Alternative Twist Radio. So I hand it over to you. 
Yeah, Gerald, Melinda, thank you so much for having us on. So we are an, an all indie original station, all genres. We play um, rock, metal, EDM. We play jazz, country, bluegrass, um, all kinds of music. And it's all original, um, all original artists. And uh, we love our artists. I mean, um, so check them out. We stream 24-7, uh, all free at alternativetwist.com. Then click on Listen Live. We also have, of course, Pop Culture Cosmos as uh, your podcast and uh, the multiverse also. So two of your shows on our programming. And we added, yes, 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 we do. And then we also have uh, Mike and Phoebe show that we added in the new year. So that's really fun podcast. We have in-studio guests on our show. And we also have a, another segment that's for funny news only, which I really love, especially so. If you're bored and you just want to listen to something funny, you know, uh, the news nowadays is so overdone, so overrated. It's really negative. And what Mike and I love to do is bring the funny. We're funny people. We like to laugh. Keep it light. We like to make people laugh. So you know what? We're just going to put on our own little show, do funny stuff, silly stuff, and it's nothing serious. So that's Mike and Phoebe's show um, every other week. So when we have the in-studio guests, one week, then the next week, uh, then it's, you know, serious. It's about um, City of Paris, which is awesome, our local um, community here in uh, California. And then the following week, we do our funny stuff. So we alternate. So we'd like to give back to the community by bringing the news, bringing the voice for the local community here. And then we also bring the funny. So <laughs> we do a little bit of both. Yeah, so um, stream online 24-7 at alternativetwist.com. And our podcasts uh, are free to download and listen to under the podcast session section under Alternative Twist. We bring it. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a great show. I've listened to it myself. I, I really appreciate it. Again, we're so honored to be a part of the station's lineup for both of our shows. We're thinking about adding a third show where it's an hour of Melinda teasing me for an hour. How about that? Oh, I love it. <laughs> Get over. Get over. Get over. I mean, the show writes itself at that point, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, half hours roasting Gerald Glassford, and the other half will be roasting Robbie Ross. <laughs> Oh, yeah. the there you go. It's a roasting show, cooking show. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, absolutely. And when we videotape it uh, beforehand, record it beforehand, I got to go ahead. She's going to just rip on me for a half hour, and I'm just going to sit there. So you're going to feel like uh, fried chicken then, aren't you? Um, you yeah, probably fried chicken that's already been thrown out. Uh, yeah, like they're left, left for dead, per se. But, oh. Once again, it is Alternative Twist Radio. Please go ahead and check it out today, alternativetwist.com with the Mike and Phoebe show. Go ahead and check out their podcast. Melinda, I just want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to go ahead and talk about the your, your thoughts on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Any last thoughts from, from you? And I, I'll also go back to you, Mike and Phoebe. But Melinda, any last thoughts before we head on out? Yeah, it would just be super cool if Missy gets in this year. Uh, I think that uh, I, I really just think that she is just an incredibly cool, like, human being. And if I could meet her and shake her hand and say thank you for the music and, and thank you for, you know, uh, just being you and being consistent with that, uh, I would just, I would melt at the opportunity. I think that she's absolutely brilliant. So my fingers are crossed for Missy this year. Okay, there you go. Uh, Mike, Phoebe, any last thoughts before we head on out? I would love to have Ozzy Osbourne. You know, he, he was snub, but um, I would like to have him on the list now. So if people can vote for him, I'm going to go vote for him. Uh, so for next year, that would be fantastic. I would like that. So will I do. Mm -hmm. There you go. Absolutely. And and he would probably vote as well for himself. Yes. Even though his uh I guess touring career's over, maybe he'll yeah, still yeah. do some recording over the course of the, the rest of his life. But I'm wishing him uh a happiness though. He's done so much for the music scene. So I already know he's in with Black Sabbath, but as a solo artist, I think he should be obviously uh uh, you know, nominated and, and inducted as well. So great thoughts from Alternative Twist Radios. Mike and Phoebe, please go ahead and check them out today at alternativetwist.com. All the great stuff that they're doing, the music, the podcast, the shows. And of course, as always, twice a week, us here 
at the Pop Culture Cosmos. Listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Tangent Bound Network. Let your voice be heard. Tangentboundnetwork.com. Thanks so much for downloading the Pop Culture Cosmos and stay tuned as more great podcasts are on the way. Thanks again for listening to us here at the Pop Culture Cosmos.